Well, welcome to the Well After Hours, the place where we gather to have great conversations with great guests. I'm your host, Beverly Allen, and today I have a great guest of mine that is here today in the person of Lady Judith Smith-Parrott. Judith, welcome to the Well After Hours. So happy to have you here today. Been looking forward to it, too. <laughs> Glad to be here. Thank you for the invite. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I better put a disclaimer up, though, because this show may add a few pounds to your life. And I'm, I'm just saying, you know, that's it, it, it's going to go that route. So I don't want to be, <laughs> be blamed for that. But uh, for some people, it'd be a good thing. <laughs> for some of us, we may feel like that's a little too much temptation. But this is a great. It's going to be a blessing to you viewers. So, Judith, I am so glad to have you here. And, you know, you were in education as well. I, the bio was in the opening. The viewers saw a brief bio, but I just to talk a little bit about you because I've known you for such a long time. We have been sisters uh, back in the day, <laughs> even up to this point. We haven't been in touch for a long time, but you have been doing great things um, since last we spoke. And that's why we brought you here to the well today, because you have so much inspiration to give. Um, but first of all, you were an educator for years, correct, right? Yeah. You are, you're married, your husband is a minister, been a longtime preacher, teacher, author, and the person of Reverend James Parrott. You have a son, older son, James, and he is married to your lovely daughter-in-love, Anisha. And you have two grandchildren, two beautiful granddaughters, which is just absolutely wonderful. I know, I, I'm a grandma, so I know how that feels <laughs> with the children. It just adds so much to our lives and it's just beautiful to be at this stage to be able to be a part of grandchildren's lives. And um, you've been an educator for years as well as your husband. Now you taught elementary school, correct? Not right. I taught adult education, which uh, the pre prerequisite is you have to, be certified in, in elementary education because you're teaching basic skills to adults that have, um, that either left school or just need to reinforce basic skills. Oh, I see. Okay. And so uh, you were teaching adult education for about how many years would you say? Uh, I taught it. I taught for 15 supervised adults for um, the, uh, the adult program for 10. Wow. And your husband as well, he was teaching for a while because I know my niece had him as, as, an, as a teacher when she was in school. Um, and uh, how great you two had so much in common. Um, but has, as time has gone on, you both have been teachers and now you have gone from, and this is the great thing about it, people, you went from being an a, a teacher, I thought an elementary teacher, but elementary adult education to be an entrepreneur. And that is amazing. And I would like you to just tell the viewers about the journey to that, because recently you retired, correct? Yes, I had retired. Um, and, and, and when you work for the state, you can return, retire after 25 years and 55. So I did that. And I did, and I was like, what am I going to do now? <laughs> I have, it's like, I need, it's, I need a second act. And I've always baked for family and friends. And, they, and they're 
constant was, you should do this for a business. I was like, I'll never, ever do this as a business. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, I don't think, I don't think I could do something like this. I says, I says, I enjoy what I'm doing. I bake for, I bake because I, I love it. And I want to give people a little part of me. And the first time that I did a farmer's market and a person brought one of my cakes, I thought it was going to fall on the floor because I was like, somebody actually paid me for my, for my baked goods. And I was like, I really can do this. And I thank God it's just for the growth. And I look back to when I first started, which was a little over eight years ago. And I look to where I am now and I'm like, the, the journey. Wow. That is amazing. And, and wait a minute. So you retired how many years ago? Um, in 2010. Oh, okay. That wasn't that long ago, actually. <laughs> and, and, you know, the reason I say that because you, and this is what I, I hope the viewers, you know, get out of this too, is that you were thinking about things you wanted to do as you neared your retirement phase of yeah. life, right? And you, you had said one time, which teaches us never say never, <laughs> that you would never be doing this for a living. But the thing that you used to uh, love to do, because obviously you love baking and, and all of that and, and became so good at it. I mean, I don't know what formal training you have, but all I know is from all the things that I've tasted that you made, it's, it, you could have graduated from the Sirloin or <laughs> in Paris or someplace, but because your skills are so excellent. I mean, the taste of your food is, is second, second to none. Your baked goods are just awesome. Thank you. Thank you for such kind words. Um, I baked from, I learned from grandmother and aunts. And that's basically where I have to say it came from. Um, and um, sometimes when I wanted to learn how to do something, as they say, you call on your ancestors. <laughs> and, um, and all of a sudden, I, I hear Ma in the background say, you need to add a little more of this, or you need to do this, or why don't you try it this way? And I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> so... So that I, so I can say I learned at this uh, at the foot of my ancestors. <laughs> wow! But you know, but then having learned that, I mean, from I, whoever you were ever in the kitchen with, and taking notes, you took some good notes, <laughs> and and how you eat, probably have even added some of your own experimentation to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm that one thing is I say baking is a science. So you can't, um, I try, I'll try to diff add different flavors and different textures. As I say, I'll try anything once. And then um, so, uh, some of my biggest, mis I feel my biggest mistakes have been some of my biggest successes. Um, we have, say that again. Please say that again. <laughs> my biggest uh, uh, mistakes have been some of my biggest successes. Def um, definitely awesome. um I I, I um, one of my cakes that really that people love is the the both I have two the hummingbird cake and the lemon cake 
And um, both the hummingbird cake comes from my aunt and we call it the cake that don't last. And <laughs> it's like no, ma no matter how many, uh, uh, like if you say, well, I, I'll have to make two of those. And then all of a sudden you're like, where did my cake go to? And, and, and it's just, it's such a great um, combination of like um, bananas and pineapple and pecans. It's just literally just melts in your mouth. Oh. And then the, and the lemon cake, as who doesn't like lemons? Oh. And, and it, besides this, the taste is of it, it's just uh, the smell. It's just, uh, and then if you warm, warm it up with a little bit of ice cream. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> That's why we had to put up a disclaimer. <laughs> pound gains. <laughs> uh, that is just, I've tasted them, so I know. And you know what? Having said that, viewers, I'm going to give you, take a break just to give you a little treat. I'm going to show you some of the samples of her delicious tasties um, that she has that we're going to give you information at the end of how you can uh, get all this and what you need to do when you see it, because if you see it, you're definitely going to want it. So uh, we'll be right back. Don't go away. tell you, I know you enjoyed seeing all those treats and all those things that are available for your different occasions or gatherings or affairs that you may have. Uh, I while we were just on a break of uh, watching, uh, watching what you were seeing, I was uh, speaking with Judith 
about the ability that she has to be able to ship them out. You could tell the viewers a little bit uh, about that, uh, Judith, about how you're able to even send them out. <laughs> we ship um, priority and um, the majority of our desserts can be shipped. It's just anything that has icing, we're not, uh, it, it doesn't ship well. So um, <laughs> Understandably, we <don't> yeah. <laughs> We don't do that. Um, we will, uh, you can come to the commercial kitchen, you can place an order and we will have every it ready for you. Um, we do a limited amount of deliveries also. So that that's another option. And so that, um, that the viewers can, if they're interested in some of the products. Wow. That is so awesome. And, um, you know, I, also was reading about like you have a location where you actually you do do a lot of vending um you've been at whole foods um vending and farmer's market uh going around but your actual cooking takes place where um and the name of the kitchen is called something special sharing kitchen it's located in ewing new jersey it's a kit, what it is, is an incubator kitchen where there's approximately, I'm going to say, seven under other food purveyors come in to make their products to sell into, in, for the public. Um, so we're not all there at the same time, but we all have usage of the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And um, so basically, when you, it helps businesses to get started in um, in the commercial realm of selling their products. Because example, if I have to make like 50 cakes, it's impossible to make 50 cakes in, in my little oven <laughs> home, but I can do it in the commercial kitchen <laughs> in um, a couple of hours, wherein that might take me a week and a half to do it at home. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So what were some of the steps, how you went from, you know, actually, okay, you, you have the vision and you're making it plain. How did you start and, and arrive at where you are now, you know, professionally, you know, because, you know, there are a lot of people um, who, who, who don't actually uh, move forward in things because it looks like the job looks so big and it looks so difficult. But I guess they say, you know, you chip at a mountain, the way they bring a mountain down is one chip at a time. You have to take one step at a time. Maybe you could share with, with viewers because the awesome thing about you too um, is that you did this. Most people would say, oh, you have to start at a certain age to do a business, but you know, when you are walking, and I know as you are a woman of faith, as you walk by faith, it's like, you don't have to look. And I believe the same thing because I'm doing things later in life now. I would have said, Lord, could we have done this a little earlier? But you know, God's timing is not our timing, you know, but I thank God for just being able to have another phase of life, you know, that you can take uh, something that he puts in your heart and, you know, give it to him and do it. Take those steps of faith. And that is just awesome because where you are 
uh, now. You work in such excellence and your presentations and everything that you do. Uh, some people would probably never even think about it. So I think that's something that I think is good to share with the viewers to see that, you know what, when God puts something on your heart to do, you do it with all your might and you take that step, that leap of faith and, and uh, how, how you went from that leap to where you are now. Well, when I, when I thought about doing this as a business and I had something I had never really done before, I took a class at um, the score. They had a, a startup for business, which lasted seven weeks. And so I um, took that. So I learned how to run a business and be successful with it because I didn't want to start something. And, not, and then all of a sudden, I put all this money out and I didn't know what mm. it was going so I did that, and then I took the class for food safety called the Serve Safe. I took that class, so I knew how to make sure that I was not, hopefully not making anybody sick with my <laughs> So, and then um, I started out doing one farmer's market, and from there I met some, some people who made some suggestions that to, um, they invited me to do some uh, county fairs. And then from there, um, did an, got into another couple other farmers markets. And then um, I started doing what are the Whole Foods in Cherry Hill had this program for uh, small businesses to be able to sell their product in the stores called the Hatchery. And it was the only one in the country that was had that program. So then I started doing there and again, some different suggestions and stuff. And I guess I want to say the rest is history. That's kind of, you know, it's just started very small and just um, learning as a, oh, I go along. And I belong to a mastermind group of other women that have businesses that help. Like if whenever you're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm not sure. I really need, you know, it's just another that uh, are, can I need and then a little bit of business advice that you um, but you can call upon these women to help me. So those are kind of where I am. Wow. That is awesome because your online presentation, your I mean you're on Instagram and everything, everything is so beautiful and put together, you know, so well. And sometimes, you know, people start out, you don't know what to, you know, where to where to how to start, you know, what's the some of the first steps, you know that you have to take and thank goodness you you have kind of like a little mentorship group where you will help each other you know or share information or you know expertise um that you can do that what would you uh, recommend to anybody who is nearing retirement and ha has had a long dream about doing something that they may feel it's too late you know or they think, you know, discouraged, thinking that, oh, I can't do this now. I will say, I have two things. The first thing is, it's never too late. If this is your dream, if, if God has put this in your heart to do, to go forth and do it. Um, I do, I, I, there's a scripture that I use, Psalms 127 and 1. It's except the Lord build the house, say that labor, labor in vain. But when a, um, the pastor preached the message, he said, take it to, if the, uh, 
except the Lord build the business, they that labor, labor in vain. And that's how I've done everything that I've, with the business, I check, I, <laughs> I check with God, make sure I pray about it. Is this the direction that you would have me to go? And sometimes when God has said no, and of course, you, yeah, I get, you get a little, like, I really don't think I heard you say no, but let, <laughs> but let me ask you again, just to make sure you said no. <laughs> and then I, sometimes I, you ask a third time, but basically, if you follow those steps, you just say, this is what I, um, I want to do, but you make sure that mm. you do your research. Don't just decide, well, um, I want to make hats, but I've never made hats. I have not, you know, but mm -hmm. this, and you know, I'm not going to go to school. I'm just going to go out, go to, I'm going to go to the store and buy some stuff and put it together. And then, and then it doesn't work. You haven't done your research. Find, do all of that before you step out into it. Uh, mm -hmm. I know with, with a lot, um, with the cakes, a lot of times I have, I have a desire to try different flavors. And uh, some of my neighbors have, you know, they're, they're my, uh, my best, like my best friends. They, they, to, um, I was like, try this and be honest, you know. You have uh, a little survey group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's the way, um, I give, I give out a lot of samples and I, and, take uh, honest feedback for whether um what it what it, what the flavor is how it should work or, or or it doesn't work just those things wow well i tell you um it's one of the greatest lessons and one of the uh worst things i i would say or the things that have been ch the most challenging have you learned kind of like through this journey? I'm going to have to say my most challenging was four years ago. I had a major stroke. Wow. And um, I had just won what was called the New Jersey um, Food Artisan of the Year. Mm. I've just, and with that comes a lot of a lot of press, a lot of people looking for, especially when they're trying your product, they want to meet you. And I was in a, I was in a hospital for um, two months, and then after it, I still had to, you know, had to learn to walk and and do all these things. And and it, and was told that my my doctor said to me, "I don't have much hope for you." <laughs> and just, it's in wow. And, and she didn't tell me this until after everything was, you know, I started walking and, uh, and being able to use my hands. She said, she said I, she, I'm glad she didn't because. Yeah, that I, would have been discouraging. My goodness. Yeah, but, and I look at where I am today and just again, back to, um, I've gotten more business. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten more, I've gotten a couple of corporate accounts. I baked for restaurants, and that's it. It's just like that was a, a challenge that I was able to overcome, and I overcame it with um, the help of God, my family, and um, I have a couple of people that I help in my that I, uh, I have a helper in the kitchen who's um, she's just and a lot of times when um, she, I'm 
I really am not, I'm not supposed to do something. And she says, well, you go ahead. I'm going to let you do it. I'm like, yeah, because I'm going to try. And, I, and, I, and I've been able to be successful with it. I've, so that I'm going to say was my biggest challenge. And, and I guess I just putting myself out there. And that I'm really, you know, trying to, because I'm kind of introverted, trying to talk to people about my product, getting them to sample it, and laughing and joking with them, and that's been was um was kind of hard for me also. Hmm. Wow. How about some of the what business advice would you get someone who's trying to, who feels like maybe they don't have. Uh, grand funds to start a thing. They, they How small? Can they still start off small? Yes. I started my business with $50 to go buy a license. <laughs> and that was it. I, I went to get my, to buy my 50, I buy my, my business license. And every, every, every dime that I, um, that I spent, I, I put money in. I, I didn't take it out until I was able to be successful. Like if I was going, if um, it was like, oh, okay, I sold the cake and you sold the cake and then you go spend that money. No, you put the money right back into the business and you make sure that you keep accurate records. Don't, you know, don't, not, not, do not be commingling funds, taking, making sure that, um, this is how you get your business to grow. Just like, um, as I said, putting everything back into the business until it becomes like, it's like, it begins to support itself. And, mm. and, it, and that it will, if you do it the proper way. Wow. And how would, would you say to uh, most people, how much time they have to be patient? I know, patient with themselves, patient with building a business, but doesn't just because you could be the greatest chef or the greatest cook in the world, doesn't mean your business is going to be an overnight success, you know, or um, things like that. How, is there a time frame that you think people should allow at least themselves to what you call really give it a try? Because sometimes people say, oh, if it doesn't work after six months, I'm, you know, and it, it doesn't always work like that. You need more than six months, you know. Um, to get things sometimes up and running and really going so that people will know about it. What do you think about that? Yes, it takes time. It is, I'm going to use the, an analogy. The same way you, um, you, you make a mix and you put the, bat, put the cake in, um, in the oven, it's going to take um, 45 minutes to an hour and a half to cook. Mm. You pull it out at 20 minutes and you're going to have a mess. Or you can wait the whole time of the hour and a half and you're going to be successful. And it's the same way with your business. You have to, it's going to take time. Yeah, there are some people that they, you know, all of a sudden, you know, like, yes, I, you know, I've made it in, in, in less than two weeks, fine. But the average business is going to take a couple of years to be successful. It's not, you know, before you can honestly say, Yes, um, the business is supporting itself. Mm. And, and everyone, I don't care if a person's making a million dollars or a dollar, they have come to the point where they're just like, they feel like, I know I, I can't do it anymore. 
Everybody goes through that. And when you do that, get back up off the floor and start over again. And that's it. And just because um, the same way you did um, that you same energy that you had to start the business is what's going to keep you running the business. Wow. That, those are, that, that is so important to, for people to know because people are very quick to give up and, you know, it, you have to just go in it knowing that it's going to, you know, take time and take work. You know, just because you have faith doesn't mean you eliminate work. As James said, faith without works is dead. <laughs> a business without some work and a business plan, as you said, that is dead too, you know, so... Um, it, I, it's so important to know that. And you've also pointed out that, you know, you, you don't have to have a lot of funds. Sometimes, like you said, if you people would do the research or sometimes they, they're discouraged before they even do the research to find out all that it would take and how they can actually do it is, you know, in steps or bites at a time, you know, so... I'm sure, you, you know, like you're the perfect person to say, because like you said, you started out uh, small. It didn't just grow to where it is now overnight. No, no, it isn't. And it did. It, it, it took work. It took work. And, um, and then always looking at the end game, looking at where you want. It's like, where do you want to be five years from now? When do you want to be 10 years from now? And you keep projecting the plate. And it's like, oh, okay. And, at, and each time you reach a milestone, you set the marker a little bit further and keep until you hit that. And then you push it a little further and just keep pushing yourself. And one of the things is you're never too old to start. A lot of people don't start their businesses until they're at least 50 years old. Mm. Like, it's like the second half and it's kind of like, you're not yeah, I it's a, something needs in the back of your head that you've always wanted to do. Why not? Just go ahead and try it. And that's it. Go As Mickey says, just do it, right? <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and then also, too, what you also have shown is how creatively you have your business. You don't have to have uh, people say, oh, well, you know, rental space is so expensive, you know, and, um, and, I, you know, trying to get a place to start of this. Listen, listen, you have the commercial kitchen where you can actually, you know, which is to me, I think that's just brilliant. You know, you know uh, you've cut down on cost <laughs> and overhead and your your business has already been set up online. I mean, even through the pandemic, I mean, you can still send out certain things uh, to people um, and, and, and being that, especially with the, a lot of the vending that are in places um, where people could still go because they still had to go to the market. They still had to buy food and, and being there and even practicing, they could still practice social distancing, you know, uh, the, the, the way that, um, you know, the supermarkets are set up for entry, you know, and exit out of places and how they operate. So you were really right on point. <laughs> I mean, to even have that online, I mean, were you online right away? Uh, when you started your business? I've always um, had a presence on um, Facebook and Instagram. I've always had it, but that was through the pandemic, which is it's helped, been very helpful, where um, I've gotten new customers 
because they found me on Instagram and on Facebook. So that and it kind of I don't want to I don't like to say it helped, but it did. It helped. It, it kept me afloat. We're in a lot of places had to, um, especially food businesses, had to close down. Wow. I was able to still um, sell my product to, um, to some new people who hadn't um, seen me before. And I, and I also was able to, I sell my products in a catalog of people at, uh, all across the country who don't, um, who I definitely, I may never meet, but they just purchased um, the, the cakes through the um, catalog. And that was another thing that, uh, that happened through the pandemic. Wow. And, and the pandemic has really uh, opened as many doors as people may have say closed doors because it's taught everyone another way to do business. And people were home. <laughs> A lot of times all they had time to do sometimes was surf the net uh, in between, you know, looking for different things. And, you know, like, and then they had Uber Eats where they could deliver front door delivery, you know, drop off. It's just like so many things that... Um, uh, it, it's amazing how things go. Like one area could be flourishing while another area, you know, is, is uh, decreasing or diminishing. So you can't just say, uh, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. But there's so many uh, creative ways. And I think that the pandemic has taught many of us how to do things differently and to be set up, you know, um, for people's to meet people's needs because it's 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 the way it is it's kind of service oriented if you can meet the need <laughs> you got a great business <laughs> that's it that's it you're right about that you just have to meet people where they're and it's just like okay well let's go let's try plan b and mm -hmm. that was it and and plan b for for myself worked out well <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> Oh, and, and, you know, that's a, that's a great point. Like you said, you have plan A and, and plan B. Uh, when you, did you, did you make like two separate plans when you started out? Like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'll give this much time to it. Or, or how did you figure, you know, like you're looking uh, maybe kind of long-term what you would do, your approach. What was your approach to that? My original plan A was to have a cafe where I sold my cakes and pies and, and people get, and would have um, come in and get a cup of coffee and sit down and um, enjoy the desserts. That was my plan A, <laughs> which never ever materialized. And I'm glad plan A didn't work out because I don't <laughs> Isn't that something? And plan B, was to do farmers markets and street fairs, which have been more. I've met more people and um, I've been more successful doing that than I would have at the um, and I'm and less confined as I don't have to have to be in some uh, some place every day for a minimum of, of five to six hours selling plus baking at least another seven or eight hours a day. This way, it's like, I just, you do the baking um, for the affair. And then if you, if you want to take off the next day in the sun and go to the beach, you can do that. But if you have a brick and mortar, 
you can say, well, I'm going to go to the beach. But you can rest assured, probably by the end of three months, you're not going to have a business. <laughs> yeah, so this way, you know, so I, true. I, I can take off when I when I when I get good and ready. It's like, and if I and if and if I if I don't feel like doing if I don't feel like doing the, on the farmers market, it's like, oh, I'm not doing it. But if I had a freaking order, it's like you got to open that door. <laughs> Whether you whether you want to or you don't, so it's, uh, I'm happy with my plan B. I know, my goodness, and 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 it's so great too, is because uh, you don't have to have high advertising costs because people always come to the farmers markets. They're always looking for it, and then to have that extra added on there while they're getting their 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 healthy veggies and uh, their fruits and other items that they get, listen, and then they, to see that sweet dessert table, I mean, that was amazing <laughs> to be able to go there and see, oh, and the way you have everything presented, which the viewers saw in our little, um, you know, uh, video uh, that we inserted showing, you know, all the things that you do, how the treats that you offer uh, is just so incredible and so delectable and delightful. <laughs> um, for for those that you even allow people to have a little sample of it and my goodness that lemon cake oh my goodness that is i don't know there's always an ingredient and i'm sure <laughs> like you said you like they used to say in some of the movies like i could tell you but i'd have to kill you after i tell you there's always an ingredient no matter what the cook gives or chef gives and you try to imitate that there's something that they hold back that's like a, the secret that makes it really so special. And, you know, I love lemon cake and I've had different lemon cakes, but your lemon cake has something in it that we'll never know. It's some secret ingredient because it is just phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not expecting you to tell me, but I know that I just know it. I've eaten too many lemon cakes. <laughs> and ha after having had yours, I know that there is some from great, 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 great grandma. Somebody handed down something where either you experimented and tasted and tried something uh, that was new because it was just so awesome. It was. I mean, that's why I kept coming back every time I saw to get more and more. Wow. That is just terrific, though. But everything that um, you have done that uh, has brought you to this point and your online presence, I think, and sharing with the viewers, it, they, they actually get to see someone in action who actually, by faith, took those steps, you know, and actually started and was consistent. And maybe that's something to speak about, too, is the consistency of something showing up. Like if, if you were you were so great in being consistent with the vending in the farmer's market that people began to just look for you, you know, like, you know, well, look for your table, Judas Dessert Boutique. That's such a beautiful name. Uh, maybe you could tell us a little background story on uh, on how you named your business <laughs> too. Um, the naming of my business came because I didn't, I first, I wanted it to be like when you go to a boutique, like, and you're picking out, they have all different types of dresses and pants and blouse. They have a little bit of everything. 
-hmm. And I wanted, and I said, I didn't, I wasn't going to just sell cookies or I wasn't going to just sell pies. So I said, I wanted to be like a little boutique, but for a boutique for, for desserts. Mm -hmm. So that's how it began. And I felt it was very important, not just to have my face, but to have my name. That I wanted mm -hmm. to distinguish it from everybody else's because um, bake, um, bake shop, I wanted it to say Judith. That mm -hmm. was so important to me. So I became, that's how I got the name Judith's Dessert Boutique. That it was just, that it was mine. It was, whose boutique it was, it was mine. Um, and how I, um, with the cakes and stuff like that, uh, the, it basically, I'm going to say thing about what I'll talk about is in the lemon cake. It was a long, hard process to get to where it is now. It wasn't that, um, if you tasted my first lemon cake to the lemon cake I make today, you would wonder who, I mean, who made the first one. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're not the same person. <laughs> so it's like, Definitely trial and error, and it's kind of funny. I um, when I think about it, I can do it with. I, I like to say I can make the cake with um not not even without even looking at and a recipe or it's just like okay, I I just know what's there. I think it's just I, automatically. I can't. I, I don't have to think about it. It's just and that I don't have to think about really anything with timing or things like that. So um, we're in, I, ha I used to, I have a nemesis, which is brownies. And oh. when during the pandemic, I had decided, I said, I, I, I was going to, uh, to do one thing and learn to do it well. Because every time I made brownies, you could use them for a doorstop. <laughs> and I mean, and that was the nicest thing I could say about my brownies is like, well, you need, uh, you keep, it'll keep your door from closing. And I, <laughs> so I decided, I said, I said, I said, I am going to learn how to make brownies. And I, it, it, I took me several mess up some. There was a lot of um, um, brownies that went to the trash. And I was like, okay. I, and when I, I finally got them to do what they were supposed to do, it's like, now I've done it. And then people, and so a friend of mine said, oh, when are you going to put them on, the, uh, on, on your menu? I was like, they're not going on the menu. I just needed to know how to make them. I, I want to be able to say, I can, and people ask me if you can make a brownie. I'd say, you know, I can say yes. Because <laughs> everyone looks at you and you say, you can't make brownies. I was like, now I can say I know how to make brownies. I'm not selling them. I know how to make them and, I, and I'm happy with it. And, and sometimes like in business, you, you know, it, you have to do things just for yourself, not for anybody else. It's just like, and that satisfaction is like, I can do it. And, be, and and that brings more pleasure than um, it's not, uh, than, than $100,000. Like, I had to do what I, I you know. So <laughs> that's, and, and that's what brownies was to me. 
is learning how to, to get them done properly and <laughs> tastes good. And taste good. <laughs> That's, that was a personal desire, right? Being that you're a baker, to be able to bake brownies. <laughs> Oh, that, that's another temptation. My goodness, those brownies are so good. <laughs> so, oh, uh, and you know what? I want to talk about you won certificates and awards for your cooking. And, you know, uh, sometimes that's very courageous because sometimes people don't like to enter what they have into a contest where there's other competition. You, had, you won the uh, Sam's, the score Sam's Club Holiday Program winner, you were that, and you were also the Edible Jersey Magazine Food Artisan of the Year in 2014. How did you, um, you know, get into, you know, the award circuit where you entered some of your uh, treats into, you know, out there competitively? Um, the first in the Sam's Club, I was going to the score. And um, Sam's Club had uh, did a contest with uh, 50 uh, scores across the country. And it was the first time they did something like this. And it looked at your business plan and also um, your product. And so um, there were two winners from the state of New Jersey and I was one of them. And it was funny because I had just started business. And when um, Sam's called my called me, they says, you really can't talk about this yet. And I thought it was a friend, a, a friend calling me like a joke. Uh -huh. That's why I was playing, playing. I was I was like, okay, I'll go along with it. <laughs> and so when they call and they and they were telling me what, you know, that out there. You that I won this, and you're going to get a trip to Dallas, and you're going to go. Um, you're going to meet um, the different uh, heads of department at Sam's, and so I was like, yeah, okay. I'm <laughs> 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 playing along. <laughs> and so then they went and um, they said, well, you're. Told me when the they were sending me the plane tickets and the hotel. I was like. Really? Because <laughs> I and so that was um, <laughs> that that one that one. I was just really surprised. And then the food artisan. Um, it was just I I always got the magazine Edible Jersey, and I had I had uh, through the farmers market. I had met other when people that have won the award, and so. Um, I really, so I said, well, I'm going to enter, but I, said, I never will win. And again, like um, when I, I won, I was like, I was like, I can't believe, because I knew, I knew others, the people that who had entered that year. And I was like, okay, I really don't have, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to win, but I really would like to. And when they called me, I was just like, oh my ecstatic. God, I was just ecstatic. So, and as I said, it opened up a lot of doors and things like that. So those, with those awards, I have, um, those are the only two contests I really have ever entered. So. Wow. And how many others entered in at, during the time that you were uh, participating in this contest about, would you say, I 10, know 20 people? At least, at least um, for Edible Jersey, I know there were at least... 
I, there were at least another 10 to 12 other um, food wow. that had entered. Um, and for the contest, for the score, I, as I say, I, there was just two of us from the state of New Jersey that won, but it was open to all score um, in the state of New Jersey. So I don't know how many other chapters entered, but wow. I know, as I say, it was um, to, that every, uh, every state in the United States had two people to win. And it was, and doing that to me uh, was the one thing that I really got from that. I met people that had biz, like million dollar businesses. And here I was, I hadn't been in business for six months and, and I'm there. And they had people that have been in business for 10, 10 plus, 20 plus, and then family had passed down businesses. And I'm in the presence, I want, and I, and I want to say greatness. Mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, you're there and it's like, and people would say, wonder how long you've been in business? And I'm like, six months, what do you, you know? <laughs> and just, you know, just listening. To um to where to to them I was just like I, I and I knew that, that of course it was a gift from God but I knew mm -hmm. I was supposed to be there. to be there yes I was, I was, yes you know, I was like well this could you you can um be this in a couple of years wow so, and I took everything I got from there from the different workshops and stuff like that that is tremendous wow. I tell you what a journey. I mean, um, to start a business and to continue to launch that business and by faith through even the challenges that you had, um, even through the physical, you know, uh, challenge and I'm sure business challenges or things, because I know the enemy doesn't let us get through anything unscathed or just smooth sailing that's just not his mo <laughs> he's not gonna do it but with all those things i mean you kept speaking to yourself and that I, and that's where you know as we come to the close of the interview i would like you to kind of uh speak to those uh viewers who may be now thinking that you know maybe i can do this you know to just know that you know, it, it, it's it, there may be some rough days, some hard times, but what your faith means to you that carried you all the way through. I do. If you want, if this is something that's been in your heart and you feel that you can do this, prayed about it, you, you can do it. We can do it. It's just like, it's not going to be easy. It's like, um, there's going to be plenty of bumps in the road, but go ahead and do it. Try it. You don't want to be five years from now saying, I wish I had done it, or I'm too old. You're never too old. You're as old as you think you are. And that's it. You just say, well, all right. And if it, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It, you haven't lost anything, but you don't want to be where you're... You, as I say, five years from now saying, I wish I had done this. Mm -hmm. And this way, and I um, like I do say, it's like a joke I say with other friends. And people say to you, what's your exit plan? And I say, my exit plan is to turn off the lights and walk out the door. <laughs> and that's my exit plan. It's because mm -hmm. it's like, I've done it and mm -hmm. I've enjoyed it. 
Mm-hmm. And, and now it's time to do something else. Mm-hmm. And it's not wrong. Mm-hmm. I will, you know, it's, it's like you, you've tried it. You were successful at it. And you've enjoyed it. And if it's time, to, and when it's time to be the end, it's over. And that's it. And mm-hmm. nothing to feel, feel guilty about. It's the math that I did it. I, I did I did it. And I and I enjoyed every minute of it. And I believe, and especially at, at I look at the, at my age, and I'm saying, it it, it helps. It gives me something to get up in the morning. morning. To, it's like uh, you know, I, it helps you from being old. Mm, <laughs> so yes, it, it keeps you from being old, and so. And that's it. Find something. And if you find something that you love to do, and you start a job. It's just fun. Mm. And it's like, and as I said, when I and I go back to the first person that bought the cake for me, and just like that. And I and when I think when I have that look on my face, that oh okay, I know it's time to stop. As long as I have that every time that that person that bought my first cake and saw the face, his face, I am just like, as long as I see that, I know it's time to continue, Mm. continue to work at it, continue to strive to be the best. That is so wonderful. Judith, this has just been so wonderful to see you, to hear you, to know, you know, uh, how the Lord has brought you through overcome and continue on then what he put in your heart to do you do it with all your might and look at where it is i mean you know it's just amazing you know there's people can be left without no excuse by saying you know they can't you can it's just a matter are you willing to work you know just because god gives you an assignment or something to do a desire of your heart to do doesn't mean that work doesn't come with it or that it's going to be easy every step of the way and that you know doesn't take away from the fact that that's something that God may be calling you to or you know inspiring motivating you to do this that there is you know purpose in it and and so it's just been a pleasure to hear from you today all and see all that you have done and what you're doing I'm I'm looking forward to (laughs) some more tasties even as things open up (laughs) uh that maybe I can catch you at at at, at, uh Whole Foods and, and what I can't the things that I can't order and get, that I can come and get. Because <laughs> I do want to try that cake. Oh, my goodness. The hummingbird cake that you spoke about. My goodness, I tell you, uh, everything just is so great. And uh, I want to thank you for your time today, for being on the well and inspiring uh, the viewers, you know, in, in something that they really given us something to think about. And I thank God for that because you've been, you're a living example. You're proof it can be done. You're proof it can be done. You know, that, um, you know, it, but the Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you have faith in God, he is pleased, you know, to, to help you to do this desire that is in your heart. Because I believe he put it in there. And you, you, when you, all those things you were learning coming up, that wasn't by accident. The Lord had this plan from the very beginning that this would be there. And he put that desire in your heart to do it. So, and made the way and opened the doors and all those things I don't believe were coincidental or by chance that that's all in God's divine providence. So I thank you for being a 
uh, a vessel that we could look upon and hear from today. And before you know, we, I say goodbye to the viewers, I'm going to ask you, would you close us out in a word of prayer? Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you as we come before you. We thank you for the conversation that you gave us today, that it was not just a television program, but Lord, that you were able to come through, that the people that are watching it will feel and understand, feel the love that has been between the two of us. And I thank you for all that that was done and what that was going to do. As you continue to use the well to be a blessing to the people of God, we thank you for all things. In my name, amen. 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 Well, I tell you, this has just been a joy and a delight. And viewers, I know you were blessed. And I pray that you will come back and gather around the well with us for more conversations every Thursday on Facebook page, Beverly D. Allen and YouTube channel every Thursday, 7.30 p.m. on Beverly D. Allen Ministries. And so until we meet again at the well, I'm going to say have a great day, a great week, and a blessed weekend in the Lord. And Judith, again, I want to thank you so much for being on the well. Thank you so much. And to the viewers, we're just going to say goodbye to you, and we'll see you again around the well. God bless you.